This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. We are heard at this hour every weekend on this radio station, so pleased you could be with us. Lior Samfiru, you have made a career out of helping people in tough spots in the workplace. Why should anybody care about what employment law is all about? And I guess that's a bit of a loaded question. Yeah, Manny, thank you very much. And really, a, a real pleasure to be here and uh, on CKNW and talk about employment law and workplace rights. And the reason why people should care is this is important stuff. We all have jobs. We all work. Uh, and we all have rights. And there are so many misconceptions out there, Manny, about workplace rights, about employment law, half-truths, falsehoods. So we want to advise people and educate people. We're going to be here every single week answering questions about employment law, about your workplace rights. Maybe something happened at work. Your boss mistreated you. You want to know, can they do that? Can they not do that? What are my entitlements? We're going to be answering all those questions. I'm an employment lawyer. I practice employment law every day, and I see these questions all the time. Think, Manny, how much time we spend at work. We spend more time at work than we do doing anything else. And workplace rights governs work. Therefore, workplace rights is what governs what we do most of the time. So we want to educate people when things go wrong in the workplace, it can impact you in so many ways. So guys, you all have us here every Sunday uh, at 5 o'clock. Give us a call. We're happy to talk to you. And if you're ever bashful at all, you don't want to get on there, you can always call me in the office or email me. Happy to chat. Uh, that email address to get a hold of Lior, help at employment hour.com help at employmenthour.com but our live numbers for you to call in this instance 604-280-9898 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell that's a free call we'll pick up the uh, coin on that and if you've got a problem in your workplace that you're dealing with or whether you feel bullied harassed if you've been terminated or you think you might be terminated Uh, What is the best route to go? Again, our telephone number to speak with one of the nation's leading employment lawyers, Lior Samferu, 280-9898, throw a 604 in front of that. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. I'm just going to turn down the radio. Yeah. Hi, Lior. Hi, Steve. How's it going? Pretty good. What can we do for uh, you? Uh, I got a question. I was recently assaulted at my work uh, by a female co-worker. And the female co-worker, um, you know, I asked my employer, you got to do something about this. You got to write her up or, or do something. He failed to do anything about the situation. And um, basically, you know, uh, you know, it looked like I was the aggressor. The, you know, the office now is more aggressive towards me, scrutinizing my work. And everything it looks like they, you know, they're conspiring to to dismiss me. And so when you spoke to your employer, what did they do? Did they just say, ignore it? Did they say it didn't happen? What actually happened when you mentioned it? He, I, I said, you know, you got to do something about this. And uh, he said, there's, you know, there's nothing to do. Just leave it alone. And um, he just played like nothing, nothing happened in the office. 
Okay. So, Steve, this is really bad uh, HR practice on the part of the employer. When it comes to uh, workplace violence, I don't care who the instigator or the perpetrator is, an employer has a very, very strict duty to investigate and to take measures. doesn't matter if it's man against woman, woman against man, or, or any, any other combination. So for, for your employer to say, well, we're not going to do anything about it, that's ridiculous. That's nonsense. They have a very, very strict obligation. They have to protect employees from being uh, harassed, from being assaulted, from, from a, any danger in the workplace. So in your situation, uh, their refusal to potentially do something about it, and by doing that, they've created this, this poisoned work environment, as you've described, that could amount to potentially a constructive dismissal. A constructive dismissal is created when a work situation exists that makes it very difficult to continue working. What that means is you may have a choice, and that choice is to continue working despite this uncomfortable environment, or you can choose to leave and require the company to pay you compensation, pay you severance. So that may be one option that you have. Now, if your goal mainly is for them to do something about it. You don't want to leave. You, you don't want to leave with compensation. You just want them to take some measures to make sure this doesn't happen again. One way to potentially uh, give your employer a bit of a kick in the pants, if you will, is I can write them a letter. I can simply say, here's your duty, your duties and your legal obligations. Do what you're supposed to or else. So by doing that, we could be giving them another chance to, to uh, live up to their obligations. If they don't at that point, you could uh, pursue the constructive dismissal if you so choose. So you can pursue the constructive dismissal now, Steve, or we can give them that kick in the pants and see how they react. Yeah, well, they didn't go anywhere. I filed a work-safe claim for my injuries, and um, still uh, the employer still is in denial that this incident wasn't serious and nothing's happened. There was witnesses in the office. He was The owner was in the office, and he still hasn't done anything about it. Like, he knew uh, how serious it was. You know, when someone gets a letter from uh, from me on my letterhead, th- th- that is a big kick uh, in-, in the backside. So uh, that may uh, may resolve it right there. That said, if you're you're fed up and you think I've done everything I could and they're clearly ignoring me, then we may be able to pursue this as a constructive dismissal. Uh, and how long have you have you worked there for, Steve? For three years. Fourth year coming up. Fourth year coming up. What kind of a job? What do you do, Steve? Uh, in the insurance uh, sector. Insurance okay. agent. Insurance agent. And how old are you, Steve? 40, in mid-40s. So someone in your situation would easily be entitled to six months compensation. Easily. That's salary, bonus, benefits, etc. So that's, that may be what the option may be uh, if you decide that you don't want to work there to extract you from there with compensation. Uh, right around six months compensation is what you're owed. So you really have to decide... Do you want to give them another chance and give them that kick in the pants or have you had enough and you want to leave there? So my best advice, if you certainly decide whichever one of those options works best for you, give me a call at the office. Manny will give you the number in a sec and let's talk about that and give them that uh, and, and move accordingly. For sure. Thank you for your help. Steve, really appreciate uh, you calling the Employment Hour on CKNW. Hopefully Lior was able to at least get you started on uh, that path to some freedom, at least freedom of thought, that, gosh, I can go to work now and feel okay. Here's how you get a hold of Lior, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900. That's toll-free, 1-855-821-5900. Or you can email Lior, help at employmenthour.com. Now, if you want to speak with Lior live on the air here at CKNW, as we speak, 604 
204-280-9898, or star 9898 on your cell. You are listening to the Employment Hour on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with one of the leading employment lawyers right across the nation, Lior Samferu. We'll be back in just a moment. And you're back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samferu, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. Love to hear from you if you've got a workplace issue just like Steve did in the first segment of the show. Lior, I can't imagine going to work every day and with the thought that there's someone there, you know, poaching my client list, an employer who really doesn't care that I've been allegedly assaulted on the job. I mean, if you're going to go to the number one issue to let an employee go, A, it's got to be stealing from your employer, or B, assaulting a fellow employee. I just don't understand how these employers uh, deny Steve uh, what you would consider to be his rights under employment law. Well, you know, unfortunately, uh, Manny, it's it's easier to ignore a problem than to deal with it. It's never comfortable for an employer to say, well, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to discipline someone and I'm going to take measures and investigate. It's easier to, to bury it under the carpet and hope that it goes away. But guess what? As I'm sure you can figure that out, it doesn't go away and things get worse. And a poison work environment is created, and then you're dealing with constructive dismissals, as we were talking with Steve in the first segment. And then there's other problems that pop up, and, and employees understand and believe that if they're ever in a jam, the employer's not going to help them out. That's just not the work environment that an employer should want to foster, okay? And then the employer's legal duties are quite clear. You have to investigate. It's not that it's good practice. It is good practice. But you also have a legal obligation as an employer Whenever those uh, harassment, uh, violence, etc., those uh, complaints are brought up, you have to take measures. It's possible that you may investigate and realize it never happened or you can't establish that it happened, but what you cannot do as an employer is you cannot ignore it. And if you're an employee and you are in this situation and your employer is not doing what it's supposed to, remember, as we were telling Steve in the first segment, you have recourse, you have rights, you have entitlements, so don't just sit sit back and, 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 and hide. Don't go off on a, on a medical leave if you can avoid it. Uh, make sure that you, you pursue your rights, pursue those entitlements, and don't, don't back off. 604-280-9898 is our number to speak with Lior Samferu, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers, live as we speak. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. That's a free call. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. A couple of the questions you asked, Steve, which I found to be very important, and I I know you'll explain it for us, Lior, uh, the fact that he's in his mid-40s. When you've been terminated from a job, my understanding is uh, your age plays into the expanse of the severance package. Yes, and this is very, very important. You know, we're going to be here every week, and this theme, what we're going to talk about now, you're going to see it recurring. There's the most common way employment can be terminated is a termination without cause. That is anything from cost cutting to restructuring uh, to, uh, you know, you're not doing a great job, but it's not that bad. We still want to let you go. When an employer does that, the employer has to pay compensation. We're going to call that severance. And there's three main things that go into deciding and determining how much severance the employee is owed. And that is the person's age, the length of their employment, and the type of job that you have. So generally speaking, the longer you work, the older you are, and the more senior a position you have, the greater the entitlements. 
So it's very important for people to understand that there's no direct line. A lot of people believe, well, if I'm let go, I'm owed a week's pay for every year or, or, or something to that effect. That is wrong. That is 100% wrong. So many people believe that. Entitlements are going to be significantly greater. Now, even though I can't sit here and tell you what entitlements are going to be in every case, because as I've said, they're based on those three factors, age, position, and length of employment. Let me tell you this, uh, Manny, and a lot of people are going to be shocked by this, and that is that short service employees, employees with five years seniority or less, are actually treated disproportionately better when it comes to severance than longer service employees. So let me give you an example. You may have an employee that's worked for six months, you know, in a senior position. Maybe they're a bit older. If they lose their job after six months of employment, they could be owed six months severance, even though they've only worked for six months. Obviously, that ratio of severance to length of employment is not going to stay the same the longer they work. But a lot of people believe, hey, I only worked for a company for a year. They let me go. What do I get? A week's pay? Two weeks pay? Wrong. Absolutely wrong. You're owed significantly more than that. And a lot of people accept pennies on the dollar because they don't know any better. One of the main reasons, Manny, why we're here, why we're doing the show is we don't want that to happen. We don't want people to accept pennies on the dollar because they don't know any better or because they believe something that is not true. It's so important to get that advice. It's so important to understand your entitlements. And we're going to be educating you over the next uh, uh, few weeks, months uh, to come about all your rights or your, all your entitlements so that you're armed with that information if you have, if you ever have a workplace issue. Well, I guess there are two things that you should not do if you have been terminated, fired, or you're thinking of leaving a job, or if, as in Steve's case, he was allegedly assaulted on the job. Whatever the issue in the workplace, there are two things you should probably not do, uh, Lior, and one is um, consult with your cousin Vinny. Uh, that's probably not the brightest <laughs> thing to do. And number two, youths. Yeah, don't go to. Yeah, just you might be a ute in in the biz. But as yeah, Lior points yeah, exactly. out, uh, if you've only been there six months, you could be entitled to even more compensation as opposed to someone who's been there even longer. But that's another issue. And the number two thing you should not do is you should not consult the web. Uh, it's like going to WebMD and self-diagnosing yourself because you've got a pain somewhere in the body. You should should not do that because. My understanding is, Lior, what they've given you on the web in terms of what you consider to be your rights as a terminated employee is the bare minimum. Yeah, and, and you know, oftentimes the, the per, a place on the web people are going to go to is, is the BC Ministry of Labor. And it makes sense. I was let go. I want to know my rights. I'm going to call or I'm going to go to the, the website for the Ministry of Labor uh, right here in BC. Uh, logical as that may sound. That is a very bad thing. In fact, it's the worst thing that someone can do. And as you've just said, Manny, the reason for that is the information that the the, uh, the BC Ministry of Labor is going to outline is your minimum entitlements. That word minimum is key because your minimum entitlements represent a small fraction of what you're actually owed if you lost your job. So your minimum entitlements may well be a week's pay for every year of service to a maximum of eight weeks. Well, your full entitlements that are still legally required could be 10 times that. So let me give you a classic example. I've, I've seen this literally hundreds of times, Manny. So I've lost my job after five years. I contacted the Ministry of Labor. Ministry of Labor says, you get five weeks. I was offered seven weeks. So I'm thinking, okay, well, seven weeks, that's better than the five weeks that I'm owed. So I'm going to accept it. I'm going to accept that seven-week severance. Only then to learn, 
after I've signed off and it's too late, that I was owed eight months, nine months pay. So that is a common example of, of what I see every day. People, unfortunately, fall into that trap of not understanding the difference between minimum entitlements and full entitlements. So I don't want our listeners... I don't want our listeners to, to be in that situation. Can you imagine, man, if I told you that you're owed $50,000 and because you didn't know you accepted $5,000, uh, especially at a time when you need this money because you just lost your job, I, I see that all the time. It's heartbreaking, and I don't want people to fall into that trap. Well, you, you want to be able to take the emotion out of it as best you can, too. No one likes to get the pink slip on a Friday afternoon because you've got the whole weekend to stew about it, and then you go on the web and you figure out, oh, gosh, you know, maybe I can bargain a little bit more out of them when you should be contacting one of the nation's leading employment lawyers, Lior Samfru. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Would love to hear from you. 604-280-9898. 604-280-9898. Or star... 9898 on your cell, whatever your workplace issue. And if you're an employer and you've got someone you've hired and you're not quite sure what your rights are in letting that person go, that in of itself is a whole different side of employment law, Lior. That's right. Yeah, and, and uh, it, it is it is a complete different side. And you have to always understand uh, what it is that you're looking at and what it is that you're signing. And, and uh, you know, there, there's so many pitfalls there. Uh, you, you may not realize that all of a sudden, uh, you may sign a document by doing that. Uh, you, you may uh, give up on entitlements that you have in the future. So our listeners, uh, you know, uh, Manny, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, over the next few months, they're going to be some of the most educated people when it comes to employment law and workplace rights. No one's going to mess with them. They're going to be, uh, I call them, uh, you know, I've done the show in the past, call it Lior's Army. We're going to have Lior's Army there, <laughs> educated uh, and armed with this information. Uh, and, and that's really all we want here. We don't want people to be taken advantage of. Uh, I always say, you know, if, if your rights are, are something that you should never feel bad to pursue your rights, you should never feel guilty, you should do whatever you can to make sure that you get what the law says you should have. 280-9898 is the number to call to speak with Lior Samfru if you've got a workplace issue. Maybe, you know, you're really unhappy at work and you don't know how to exit out of the building and get your fair share of what you think you're owed. That's a, one of the big questions I think, Lior, most people have. Look, I'm really unhappy on the job. Uh, how do I execute a strategy whereby I, I, if I quit, uh, I don't get a severance? If I, if I make myself so useless on the job, then maybe I'm fired and I do get a severance. Well, we'll tackle the difference on that strategy. But let's take some calls at 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Sammy, welcome to the Employment Hour on CKNW. Hi. My husband just got let go on Thursday. He was he served with his company for 12 years. Um, he's a sole breadwinner for a family, so it's a bit of a shock to us. Um, he was called in on Friday to accept the settlement, but luckily he didn't go in because we had something come up. So we have until Monday now, um, so tomorrow right. really, <laughs> to see what they offer. Um, so again, he's been with his company for 12 years, um, and he's net or gross 75k a year in his position. Um, I am no, no, Manny. Uh, how old is your husband, Manny? Uh, Sammy. He is 38. 38? Okay. And what kind of job? What was he doing? Telecommunications. Sales. 
So someone in his situation, Sammy, would be owed right around a year's pay. Okay, one year's pay, 12 months, and that includes salary, bonus, benefits, all components of his compensation. What have they offered him? Uh, we don't know yet, so we find out tomorrow. Okay. So here's what's going to happen tomorrow, uh, Sammy. He's going to go into a meeting. They're going to hand him a, a piece of paper. That piece of paper is going to outline uh, what their severance offer is going to be. They're, they're not going to ask him to sign anything on the spot, so that's a good thing. They're going to they're gonna give that to him, and they're going to have a deadline by which they want him to sign that document. First of all, very important for, for you and for our listeners to know, that deadline is actually meaningless. Let's say the deadline is Friday. Well, the good thing is your, your husband's legal rights do not expire Friday at 5 o'clock. His rights are what they are. So what he needs to do is now that you know uh, that uh, he's owed right around a year's pay, uh, give or take, uh, if he's offered anything under that, you know you need to call me. Even if he is offered that, let's still speak. Let's still make sure that uh, they've, they've done it properly, that they've included all components of his compensation, that they haven't imposed any improper conditions. Uh, so the best thing for now, he can go and take that piece of paper. Uh, it's going to be a, a, you know, an un- uncomfortable meeting. They usually are. But beyond that, he should not sign anything uh, under no circumstances without speaking. But at least now you and him know, uh, have an idea of what it should be. I'll, I'll say this last comment, Sammy. 90% of people are offered a lot less than what they're owed. Uh, so don't be shocked if he is offered less. The good news is that if he is offered less, we can easily resolve that and get him what he's owed. Okay, sounds good. If I can get your contact information after the call, that's great. Yeah, we'll make sure that uh, Matt on the other side of the glass gets you that toll-free number. Sammy, really appreciate your calling the Employment Hour on CKNW, and hopefully everything works out for you and your husband, Chuck. I think uh, the best piece of advice uh, that you gave, Lure, at least in my estimation, is don't agree to anything, don't sign anything, don't say anything at this meeting tomorrow. Simply take that package and then send it off or speak with Lior, and he'll take it from there. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers. We are heard at this hour every weekend on News Talk 980 CKNW. We'll be back with more of your calls. 604-280-9898. 604-280-9898. Or star 9898 on yourself. Back in a moment. Welcome back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. Here's how you get a hold of Lior throughout the week. Toll free 1 855 821 5900. Toll free 1 855 821 5900. Or send him an email help at employmenthour.com. Help at employmenthour.com. Uh, we are heard at this hour every weekend on CKNW, taking your calls live, 604-280-9898, 604-280-9898, or star 9898 on your cell. Uh, whatever your problem is in the workplace, uh, you've got the man who can answer it for you. Let's go to Alicia. Alicia, welcome to CKNW. Oh, hi. Um, I've been working uh, for this company for the last 12 years. And um, it's a property management company, and recently they've lost the management contract for the property that I work on. And they are making uh, like a severance proposal to me, and I just wanted to kind of ask you if you think it's fair. Um, I'm 58 years old, 
and um, they're offering me eight, about eight and a half months severance. Now, Alicia, what position did you have? What were you doing there? I was the general manager. So I was yeah, no, then that's not enough. You, you said that 12 years, general manager, uh, 58. Someone in your situation would be entitled to 14 to 15 months, even as much as 16 months pay. So, no, what they're offering you is pretty much half or just uh, just a bit more than half of what you're actually owed. Now, uh, do you have a, a, a termination date? Do you know when your last day is going to be? Um, yeah, it's about in, in about they've, they've given me eight eight weeks notice, um, and then at, right. at at the end of May will be um, my last day. Yep. And when have they asked for you to sign this back by? Um, they they actually didn't put a deadline date on it. They just told me to read it, and they did tell me to go and seek legal advice that they want me to make sure that I right. am getting legal advice. Now, one of the things that um, when I started work 12 years ago for them, one of the paragraphs in my employment contract, not employment contract, well, I guess it'd be my employment contract, it said that the company may terminate your employment at any time without just cause by providing you with the minimum written notice or termination pay in lieu of notice, plus any minimum severance prescribed by the applicable employment standards legislation. So when I read that, like, I think it says, like, yeah, I'm only entitled to 10 weeks, which is the minimum, according to British so, Columbia. So that's a good point. So a lot of uh, employers uh, try to limit employees' entitlements by way of an employment agreement. So they have an employee sign an agreement when they start working that says, if at some point down the road we let you go, we're going to only pay you a fraction of what we otherwise owe you. Now, it's clear that that's what they've attempted to do here. Here's the good yeah. news. In over 80% of these cases... That, that termination provision in the employment agreement is not enforceable. And, and just oh. based on what you've read to me, there, there's a very, very good argument that it's not enforceable. So we need to speak, uh, 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 Alicia, off air. I want to review that, uh, that employment agreement. I want to find out a bit more about you and the job because uh, what they're offering you, uh, if I'm right, is significantly less than what you're owed. So send me a copy of, of this, uh, this uh, agreement uh, and a, a termination letter. Let's have a chat about that. No, no obligation. This is strictly for your information. And I can give you an informed opinion once I've reviewed that as to how much more you're owed and also the best way to go about getting that. So uh, let, let's chat off air, Alicia. Alicia, really appreciate your call. Here's how you get a hold of Lior Samferu. Help at employmenthour.com. Help at employmenthour.com or toll-free 855 821-5900. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samferu. Love to hear from you. 604-280-9898. 280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Uh, we've got someone with a self-employment question for you, Lior, and this brings up a whole other ball of wax. Many people who believe they are self-employed think they might be entitled to less. I mean, if you're working 40 hours a week, whether you're working as a quote-unquote employee or you're a self-employed uh, contractor, you are, by definition, an employee. Let's go and ask this person exactly what their situation is. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm all right, thank you. I am actually a person with a disability um, receiving social assistance, and um, I am a self-employed behavior interventionist. I work with children with autism. 
So in uh, 2015, after two and a half years of employment, I went to work one Saturday morning and was given pay and told that I was let go. Now, when did this happen in 2015? um, Just before Christmas. December. Okay. Okay. The reason I'm asking that is because uh, thankfully you're still within time. There, there would be a two-year limitation period, uh, and, and you're still within time. Now, uh, was there a reason given to you? Um. Oh, apparently, I had. Um, I got another client in October of 2015. So, um, the one of the parents was not there. She had taken the child and left the residence. So it was. Um, the other spouse that I was dealing with, who I didn't deal with on a regular basis. Um, so now, what kind of hours uh, were you working there? Um, it was uh, three sessions a week, two-hour sessions. So and how long had you been doing? That? I think you said a couple of years. Uh, two and a half years. Okay. So the law would likely consider you to be what we call a dependent contractor. A dependent contractor is somewhere between an employee and someone that's truly self-employed. And a dependent contractor uh, is someone that, when their position comes to an end, is still owed severance pretty much the same amount as an employee would be. Now, Mm -hmm. did they offer you any compensation, any severance? Did they pay you anything? Uh, They did pay me for the remainder of the scheduled sessions, which was about eight days. So if I'm right and you were a dependent contractor, you would have been entitled to right around three months compensation, the equivalent of what you would have earned uh, over a three-month period. So Hmm. the good news is here is that you're not out of time, thankfully. That's why the first question I asked you is to when exactly this happened, and and so we're still fine. Uh, Now, uh, because of of the fact that you were likely a dependent contractor, not quite an employee, not quite self-employed, somewhere in between, uh, you owe that compensation, and the good news is these things usually are fairly simple to resolve. So, again, as I had mentioned to the previous caller, now that we know that, let's speak off air. Let me get a bit more details, and then let me outline to you how we can get this resolved and get you the compensation that you're owed. Uh, like I said, it's pretty simple usually, uh, and, and I'm, I'm really glad you made this call. And, and there was another question regarding working on holidays because sure. I work all holidays. Yes. Except Christmas, of course, and, and while well, I did work Good Friday this past, last year, rather, and the year before. Now, because the law would, would deem you not to be an employee but a dependent contractor, there wouldn't be the same obligation to pay you holiday pay as there would be to an employee. So this oh. distinction between dependent contractor and employee really only factors in when it comes to termination and the amount of compensation that you're owed uh, and... and because of that, because you're a dependent contract, you owe that compensation, although you're likely not going to be owed the same holiday pay that you would otherwise have received. Huh. Okay. Well, that's pretty awesome. Thank you very much for answering the question. Really appreciate you. you calling, and here's how you get a hold of Lior. Help at employmenthour.com. Help at employmenthour.com. Or toll-free 1-855-821-5900. one 821 5900. She raised a point that I want to ask you about, Lior. She said she had accepted uh, a severance of some sort. Is it possible to go back and say, I I know I accepted this when you first gave it to me, but as you, as in this case, her lawyer, can you go go back now after the fact, after she's actually accepted a package and reopen that negotiation? 
And, and that's not ideal, Manny. Uh, it really isn't. Now, it all comes down to what did she sign, if anything, when she accepted it. If a, a smart employer will have someone sign what we call a release. The release is a legal document that says, we're going to pay you this, and by signing this, you agree that we don't owe you anything else. You release us from any further obligations. If you sign a release document like that, unfortunately, it is too late to go back. It is too late to do anything. And, Manny, it breaks my heart off, and I get calls like that every day. Someone says, you know, I, I, I heard that I'm owed more, but I signed this release. Can you do something for me? The answer is no. But in this case, I would always want to see what the person signed. Uh, and in some cases, we can get around a release, even if it's signed, maybe if it's signed under duress. Uh, but the, the, certainly the important thing to remember is if you're offered severance from now on, ever, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, do not sign it. Make sure you get advice before you do anything. Well, they give the same advice to people who've been in a car accident. ICBC will make you that initial offer and kind of pressure you to sign that. Don't, don't, don't sign anything. Get a hold of Lior and figure out what your rights are and what you are, in fact, really owed. Help at employmenthour.com is... His email address or toll-free 1-855-821-5900 to speak with Lior live as we speak. 604-280-9898, 604-280-9898, or star 9898 on your cell. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, back in a moment. And you're back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Along with one of the nation's leading employment lawyers, Lior Samfiru, and we are heard at this hour every weekend on CKNW. Help at employmenthour.com is Lior's email address, toll-free number, 1-855-821-5900. If you want to speak with Lior live on the air as we speak, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. we got a bunch of people lined up to talk with you, Lior, but I want to ask you first about your severance pay calculator. This is kind of cool. Tell us a little bit about that quickly. Yeah, yeah, Manny. So very quickly, uh, I created this tool called the severance calculator that does, as the name suggests, it calculates the amount of severance that you wrote if you lost your job. So very easy. You go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, it's uh, severancepaycalculator.com. And you input three things, as I was saying earlier, your age, your position, and the length of your employment. You just pick it from a drop-down menu. And that's it. It's going to tell you whether you're a two-month severance, 24-month severance, or anything in between. It is so easy to use. It's completely free and anonymous. It's there to inform you and educate you. So if you lost your job, you're walking out of that severance meeting, you go to severancepaycalculator.com, you input your information, and then you know. You know whether what they've offered you is good or not, if it needs to be uh, uh, improved, you have that information. You don't even need to, to, to get legal advice if you don't want to. You just have to have that information. It's very, very useful. Uh, and if you want to, there's a green button there. You can click to connect with me right after if you so choose. SeverancePayCalculator.com. Maybe you haven't lost your job, but you've always wondered, hey, what would I get if I ever lost my job? Check it out. Make it the very first place you go to if you need to to find out how much you're owed after you lost your job. All right, let's go to Alan. El- Alan, welcome to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to uh, thank uh, the lawyer and CKN for the wonderful service they're offering uh, the public. Uh, next, I'd like to ask a quick question followed by a specific case. 
uh, is in British Columbia, is there a mandatory retirement age after 65? No, uh, uh, Alan, uh, there isn't a mandatory retirement. Uh, that's been gone. Uh, is that something that uh, applied to you? Did someone try to make you retire at 65? Yes, I'm calling on behalf of someone else. Uh, she has been uh, working for one of the largest employers in the province uh, for 37 years. And she goes in on Monday, and she's uh, concerned why they are asking her in, because uh, they didn't state it. And, uh, she sort of feels that uh, now uh, she's 71, and uh, whether they're trying, going to bamboozle her into uh, hanging up her spurs. Well, that that's really important because I think it was 2008 that BC got rid of uh, mandatory retirement. So, so there's no mandatory retirement. Someone has a right to work as long as they want, whether it's 71, 75, 80. Now, uh, hopefully, this is uh, she's worried for no reason. Hopefully, it's just a standard meeting. But certainly, if uh, this meeting is to let her go, first of all, if it's to make her retire, unless she wants to retire, absolutely not. A retirement is something that you do voluntarily and unilaterally. No one can tell you to retire. So that should be a non-starter if she wants to continue working. If they want to part ways with her, well, we'll have to assess what she's owed. At 71, she's going to have significant entitlements because the law assumes that if you lose your job at the age of 71, it's going to be difficult for you to find another job. That means you get more severance. So if that's what happens to her, Alan, if she loses her job, have her give me a call right away. There could be human rights matters there if they let her go because of her age. That's illegal. They cannot do that. So uh, hopefully they don't want to do that. Hopefully they just want to give her a good performance review. But if it results in the end of her employment, have her give me a call. Okay, thank you very much. Alan, really appreciate you calling, and here's how you get a hold of Lior uh, in case you want to follow up. It's always a good thing, and hopefully this is not a case of ageism, Lior. We're going to tackle that in upcoming shows. Help at employmenthour.com is Lior's email address. Help at employmenthour.com. Toll-free number, 1-855-821-5900. 1-855-821-5900. Speak with Lior live uh, this evening, 604-280-9898, 604-280-9898, or star 9898 on your cell. We'll pick up the toll on that. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Robert, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me on the air. What's your question Hello? for Lior? Uh, yes, I, I was intrigued by what you had said by a prior uh, caller about even if you're in a contract type of position that you're still considered an employee. I worked uh, for a financial institution as a commission salesperson, as a stockbroker, for uh, 13, 14 years. And I was asked to leave the firm. It was somewhat of a political thing. Now, I was given a letter uh, which states that, uh, you know, that, you, that, we've agree- that we've asked you to leave. We've, uh, you know, agreed that you will leave on this date. Um, typically... In that industry, when you're let go, they walk you out the door. But this was odd in that they allowed, they gave me three months' notice, if you want to say. It was very, you know, it's not typical, uh, you know, in how people leave the industry. Um, and so, uh, you know, they had asked me to leave. They gave me a letter 
you know, give saying, here's the date, uh, that's your last day here. And uh, there was no severance. There was nothing that was offered at all. It was just, you know, thanks very much, off you go. Is that something that I might be entitled to receive something? So, Robert, a few questions. First of all, when you were working there, what kind of hours were you putting in? Uh, full-time. Full-time for, for, for 13 years, is that right? Yes, yes. And they considered you to be, quote-unquote, an independent contractor? Yes, uh, that was their their interpretation. I mean, there still were benefit packages. You know, we could get employee benefits. And, you know, um, we were given, I mean, at the end of the year, we were given a letter for CRA uh, that states, you know, certain of our expenses, you right. know, for expenses, but some expenses were paid by the firm. Um, so the, the, I mean, one of the justification they used is I wasn't generating enough commission, which... Now, R- Robert, is it fair to say that they effectively told you you have no choice but to leave? They, they didn't, it wasn't really something that they said, hey, it's up to you. They made it clear that that's really your only choice. Oh, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, in the letter okay. states, basically... You're out the door, right? <laughs> like, here's your last day. Right. Out of here. Yeah, I was forced so, uh, to leave. So, Robert, here's the thing. There is no question that after, th- I think you said 13 years or so, working their full-time hours, the law considers you and would consider you to be an employee. There's just no way other way around it. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter what they call you. It doesn't even matter what you were calling yourself. The law would consider you to be an employee. Therefore, if you lose your job and the fact that they were trying to maybe say that you did it Clearly, they pushed you out. That's a termination. It's a okay. termination like, like any other. And after 13 years, you could, uh, well, tell me, how old were you at the time, Robert? Uh, 46. So you'd be looking at probably around 14 months pay. How long ago? When did this happen? Uh, 17 months. Yeah, about 17 months ago. Well, you're still on time, my friend. You're still well within your limitation period, okay. but I wouldn't wait on this. You're probably at around 14 months' pay, certainly north of a year, and it's mainly because the law considers you to be an employee. And this is your situation, Robert, is a very common one. I see that literally daily where people are misclassified or mischaracterized as something other than an employee because it's easier for the company to do that. So, yeah. uh, Robert, I definitely want to speak to you off air. There's a lot to talk about, and okay, the good great. news is you're still within time, and you're owed that compensation. Wonderful. I look forward to speaking to you. Really appreciate Thank you me. calling, Robert. Thank you for calling the Employment Hour on CKNW. Toll-free number to reach, Lior, 1-855-821-5900, 1-855-821-5900. Email address, help at employmenthour.com. A couple minutes left, Lior. Someone wants to squeeze in and speak with you live. Here's the number, 604-280-9898, 280-9898. Is there a general, Lior, statute of limitations? Yeah, generally the statute of limitation would be two years. So you have two years to pursue those matters, but I, I certainly would not wait. Uh, I, I've had so many people call me over the years uh, not realizing that there's that limitation period and, and uh, calling too late. So if you lost your job, the time to deal with it is now. Uh, this matter, can, These matters can resolve very quickly. Usually within a matter of, of a couple of weeks, we can negotiate proper compensation. Uh, so, yes, two years is the limitation period. Now, Robert came in under the wire at 17 months, so he might have a good case. Let's go to... Adrian, Adrian, welcome to the Employment Hour on CKNW. Hey, Adrian. Uh, Hi there. Um, My question is, we have employees that 
work for a government, and they're casual employees. And uh, they're basically been casual of working full-time for five years almost now. And when they, in the next couple months, so several of them will transfer over to full-time. And basically, our employer is trying to tell them that they're only entitled to two weeks vacation. Well, uh, so so there, uh, unless there's a, a policy in place that requires the employer to pay them uh, more, uh, the law stays out of these things. What I mean, as long as they get the minimum, which is two weeks, uh, the law is okay with that. But here's the important thing, Adrian, and here's what I want you to understand. The law would consider them to be regular employees for these five years, meaning that, let's say, a year from now, uh, at that point, there'll be six years, uh, they're let go. They're six-year employees, and they're entitled to severance of six-year employees. So when it comes to vacation, generally, the employer has some leeway uh, in terms of how that vacation is going to be calculated. But a lot of employers try to say, you know, I'm going to have you work full time, but I'm going to call you casual uh, or I'm going to call you something else. And they think that somehow that creates a different employment relationship. It doesn't. If you work full time or if you work for the company, even if you work part time, uh, all time counts when it comes to termination of employment and when it comes to seniority. So even though uh, they may not necessarily get more vacation, they still have seniority that would count if and when their position, uh, position comes to an end, Adrian. Adrian, hopefully that uh, uh, that fulfilled uh, you know some of the questions you've got. But if you want to speak with Lior off the air, toll free one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred, or you can whip him an email help at employmenthour dot com. Just about a minute or so left. Let's go to Mark. Mark, welcome to the Employment Hour on News Talk nine eighty CKNW. Hello, hello. I I work for Fraser Health, and. Uh, the manager in my department put in stand-up workstations, computer stations, but they are not articulating. You, they are at a fixed level, and I told him that I had a problem with it. And uh, one day, someone took a chair from the lunch area down to the stand-up computer station and sat down on their coffee break. And after coffee, I walked across to this stand-up computer station and was on the computer standing and he the manager came from the lunch area and said mike mark if you drag a chair down from the lunch area and sit at the stand-up computer station i'll have to discipline you and i thought boy i'd like to tell you where to put that stand-up computer (laughs) (laughs) yeah but 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 i would be disciplined for that too okay mark we're running out of time here leor what, what what advice would you give quickly uh, to Mark so that he survives the chair issue. So the the best thing, if, if an employer can make do these things unless there's a reason why you can't do it. So if maybe there's a medical reason, something that requires you to be accommodated in a certain way, give them a doctor's note saying that you need that accommodation. If they refuse to accommodate, that becomes a human rights issue. So that's the best advice I can give you. If we want to talk more at length, Mark, give me a call off air. Happy to chat. Toll free one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred or Mark, you can call us back next week if you've uh, come up with anything during the week that changes the scenario at all. Then Lior would be happy to answer your call live as we speak. Well, it's been a great hour, and I really appreciate you coming in this evening to the radio station, Lior. And we look forward to speaking with you at this same hour next week on the Employment Hour. 
on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samferu, one of the nation's leading employment lawyers. Here's how to reach him toll-free, 1-855-821-5900, 1-855-821-5900. We'll see you next time. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.